Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Amanda. Amanda is here to share her angel stories. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Julie. I'm really happy to be here. I feel like I've, I've been wanting to talk to you for so long, so I just feel really lucky that we, we finally got to connect. Yay! Yeah, and I can share this. So, oh, wonderful. So, I'm going to let you take it away. Your first story. Okay. Yeah. So, my first story. Well, my first big story was in college, and basically, it was a busy time in life. I went to art school, but I also took classes at Ohio State, and it was just kind of a crazy time. And um, I wound up going to a party with my friends, and I showed up really late because I was working. And I ran into a friend who, she wasn't a close friend, but she was in my class. I would say she was actually better friends with my close friends. And anyway, it was, it was kind of late in the night. So needless to say, people had really got it started with the party. So I was definitely late to the game. But um, she was just so excited to see me. And she... She had been, I have to say, hitting the tequila a little hard. So she was, she was just extremely excited to see me, and which I thought was really nice and lovely. She was like, no, no, I'm just so happy you're here. And I said, okay, yeah, I mean, me too. I'm happy to not be working anymore. And yeah, let me grab a drink. And, and she was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I had this dream about you. And I said, oh, okay. And she's like, no, I, I dreamt that you died. And I was like, okay, well, that's kind of a buzzkill, <laughs> you know, like, uh, okay. So I was like, well, no. And at this point I was just like, well, she's, she's inebriated. That's all it is. It's okay. And then, so I go to the fridge and then it just kind of hit me and it was like, wait. So I turned to her and I said, well, how did I die? And she said, you got hit by a black truck which is so specific and crazy. So I was just like, well, nope, still here, but thanks. And that was kind of the end of that, whatever, had a good time. And then that Monday I was driving back from class and I had a big window between my evening class and my morning class. So I was driving back to my apartment 
And it was, I mean, it was raining buckets and it was like a four lane highway. It's pulling on the, on the, the left lane where I was driving. And I had like a two door little um, Chevy. All of a sudden I started hydroplaning and my car did a complete 360 across four lanes of rush hour traffic. And I mean, I basically was just like, I'm dead. That in my head, I was like, this is it. I guess this is it. Somehow I wound up flying across all these lanes. No one hits me. I wind up on the side of the road with a broken nail and that was it. And it was just, and then the airbags were, were smoking still. And I just, I was so shaken and I, I was like, I just couldn't believe I was still alive. And it's pouring down rain and the airbags are smoking. So I had to get out of my car. So I'm out in my car and, you know, I'm also a freshman in college. Like, you know, I, w- I probably look like a drowned rat and all these cars are going by and, all, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I could call, like, I was trying to find my cell phone, but there's smoke everywhere. So anyway. Five seconds later, this old couple in a tracker pulls up right next to me. And, you know, this older, just super sweet, adorable couple. And they open the door and they're like, we saw everything. Are you okay? We've already called the police and the ambulance. They're on their way. And I mean, I was shaking like a leaf, obviously. And they said, why don't you get in the back of our car before they get here? And, you know, I mean... They're, even though they're an older couple, I, you know, I was like, you know, that instinct, you're like, your first reaction is like, I don't know if I should trust them, like getting in the back of a car where I, I don't even have a door. So I don't know if you know what trackers are, but they're kind of like two door Jeeps and they're basically made out of plastic anyway. So, but, so I was kind of reluctant. And then all of a sudden I really heard this voice in my head and it said, get in the car. And it was just, I mean, it was my voice, but it was so strong and very just you have to do this and so I I was like okay so I slide into the back of the car and I'm trying to calm down and I'm I'm taking deep breaths and they're telling me it's going to be okay and then five seconds after that all of a sudden I black out and what happened was a black truck where I was standing exactly did the same thing that I did, did a 360 across four lands of traffic, sideswiped where I was standing, took my car door off, and jammed their tracker into the guardrail, which, I mean, it was insane. And because I, so I come to, I don't know how long, a few minutes maybe, and I'm pinned against the front seat because I didn't have a seatbelt on. And, you know, she's, she's screaming and he's yelling and it was just, a lot of very traumatic situation. And I remember just thinking, oh my God, can I walk? Because I just thought everything was broken in my body. And I've just been in two car accidents within two minutes. So the adrenaline was also insane. And and then when I start hearing her screaming, all I could think of is I have to get them out of the car. So I, I slid out of the seat. And then to try to see how she's doing. And I mean, she's, her face is totally broken. And, you know, and, and I'm trying to hold her and prop her up. And, and I'm trying to tell them it's going to be okay. Because I said, you've already called the ambulance. They're on their way. You've already called everyone. They're, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. 
And then all of a sudden I look over and the ambulance pulled up. So I prop her up and I run to them and I said, get them out of the car. They, you need to get help them right now. And, and they did. I think they had to use the jaws of life to get him out. And it was, it, it was a crazy, crazy time. But I have no doubt in my mind that they were my guardian angels and that they, the fact that there was a black truck that sideswiped literally where I was standing two days after my friend had that dream. And, and afterwards it was hard because we kind of split up. I wound up going to a different hospital and trying to get their information. We both wound up having to sue the insurance company of the black truck because they didn't have insurance. And it was just this huge mess that I wound up writing them a letter and painting them. I was an art major and painting them an angel painting and telling them that they were my guardian angels. And I felt so bad because I lost track of their names and, and everything in their family. And I tried so hard to try to look it up with the Columbus P police department and I couldn't get it. And I was thinking about it so much this past year when I got married and how I wish I could have invited their kids or their grandkids or someone because I wouldn't have been here and I wouldn't have had that experience or any experience after that if it wasn't for them and for them just out of the goodness of their heart doing that. So, you know, what's fascinating is a couple of things. So right before we hopped on the call. I was late to our call because I was in a session and the woman was talking about how her husband and her daughter, who was only three, had the exact same dream the same night. And it was a dream that kind of scared her, kind of similar to yours. And I was asking spirit to come through on this because this isn't something that I talk about every day, right? This doesn't come up in every session. Right. And what spirit said to tell her was that it didn't mean that this was going to happen. The dream was the warning. And as you were speaking, they kept saying, you know, they got through to you what they needed to get to you because I got to tell you too, I was, I was reading your story for this project that I was putting together. And as you were saying in your writing and as you were speaking today, that voice came to you and said, get in the car now. That was absolutely your angels on the other side coming through and, and helping you. They said that you wouldn't have taken that as seriously and wouldn't have gotten in as fast if this woman at the party had not said to you, this is going to happen. So the dream in itself doesn't mean like it's going to happen 100%. It's a warning. It's a sign. It's coming to you to help you in some way to help prevent what they're seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when we all have free will here, everything can shift. So if the guy who was in a black truck, 
you know, decided to listen to his egoic mind and not his intuition and have one or two more drinks, you know, and then got in the car, he's doing that of his own free will. And people ask me this all the time. Well, how does the other side know, right? If we have a free will, how do they know what's going to happen? And it really comes down to time. There is no time on the other side. So they can see the play-by-play of everybody's free will choices, how they're going to play out. And what your team and your angels were saying is that that wasn't part of your life plan. Okay. To to be killed on that highway that night, that wasn't part of your life plan. And so they came in in any way possible to recorrect somebody else's free will decision. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Well, and thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody else in the car with you that night, though, and I don't see it from your spirit team. I see it from hers, which was the woman's mother. I don't know if you know if she was on the other side when this happened, but I feel like she was a woman's mother, not this woman or – was it the that woman, woman that or? was in the car with you, her mom. No one was in the car with me. No, no, no. Oh. I know. Like on the other side, like oh. from the other side, the woman who um, was in the car that you got into after your car was hit initially, I keep seeing her mom in the car with you guys. Huh. Not like she was there physically. Like <laughs> right, right, right. Heaven and, and like protecting because right. she keeps coming through saying that she knew that that her daughter would be hurt but not killed and she you know allowed everything to happen the way that it did to be able to save your life that is and that's what I feel like makes me so choked up that the fact they had to sacrifice so much and I know was they were so injured and they weren't young and it was, I felt so not guilty, but you know that, you know, why did they have to go through that for me? And it, it makes me so, I mean, it's so beautiful that the universe helps me, but it also makes me feel bad that they had to suffer for me. Happy holidays, friends! If you are looking for the perfect gift for yourself or for a loved one, check out our Go at Your Own Pace e-courses. There's the Manifestation e-course, High Vibration e-course, or the Angel Communication e-course where you get to learn more about your personal angels. There's also the group talk course, The Angel Reiki School, that's online and helps you to develop your spiritual gifts. Friends, you could also book a session or buy a gift card. Just purchase any one of these online, print your receipt, and wrap. Friends, from my family to yours, happy holidays. Can I ask you a question? Did you and your husband start trying for kids yet? No. Are you guys planning on it? I don't know. We we go back and forth a lot about it. But but why do you no, keep I, coming in with your egoic mind? Your egoic mind keeps coming in saying if you do try it's going to be really hard. Why do you keep saying that to yourself? I don't know. 
I mean, I guess I, I mean, not, not to be funny, but I guess I'm a really tidy person and my husband's a really big, big person. So I feel like just the physical carrying is going to be very difficult. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's like six, six and I'm five, two. So, so there's quite a big difference. Okay. So I'm not a doctor, but talk to your doctor about this. And what I have the feeling is that the gynecologist would say, we deliver babies all the time like this. They keep coming in saying to tell you to get your ego brain out of the way on this because it's impacting your decision and they don't want it to. Okay, so just make the decision really about whether or not you truly want to have children. And either way, it's your free will. There is no right or wrong. But they said, please don't make it about that because that's going to be a non-issue. Yeah, well, I'm, well, that's encouraging. I mean, it's also, we just actually got married in November of last year. So, and he's, he had to move here from a different country. So it's just been a lot of acclimation and him trying to get settled and then COVID, you know, so it's just been such a crazy few years for us that it's like, you know, part of me was also like, I don't think I can mentally take on any, anything else at this moment either, you know? Yes. No. You know what? I don't know why they bring through what they do when they do, but my job is not to filter. It's just to give you exactly what's coming through. I mean, now, I'm sure my mom would be happy. <laughs> not her decision. Right. Right. I keep telling her that. <laughs> Amanda, was there another story that you wanted to tell as well? I did have another one. Um, a quick one. And it also, and it's because it was the second time I heard that voice so strong. So I lived in New York for a long time and I was living in Brooklyn, Williamsburg before it became the super trendy, uh, very populated place that it is today. Um, it was, it was kind of before cabs would drop you off there. And anyway, I lived a few blocks from the Brooklyn, from the Williamsburg Brooklyn winery, which my friend was coming to see me and we were meeting there. And it was only two blocks away and I didn't really think anything of it. And it had just got dark. It was probably this time of year. And I was walking there. Well, and right before I left, I used to keep bear maze, my dad's present next to my bed, <laughs> not even normal maze, but bear maze. And I would never take it with me because it was big and I just didn't feel like I needed it when I went out with my friends. And anyway, it was the same voice that as I was leaving, and I never thought to bring it. It just, I, I turned around and it said, take your mace. And it was a very strong, like, you need, you need to take this. And I said, I, and I was just, so I grabbed it. It was weird. And I remember being like, huh, something must want me to take this. So I'm walking two blocks and my best friend had turned and she was on the other side of the block walking from the far street. And I had just turned and I'm walking. And then all of a sudden this guy that was across the street came out of a white van. I mean, pretty cliche white van. And he's acting like he's on his cell phone and he's crossing the street and coming right at me. 
And he starts asking me, do you speak Spanish? And I said, no. He's like, do you speak Spanish? I really need, need you to talk to my friend and started to put his phone to my ear. And luckily at this point, my friend was, I don't know, a few yards in front of me and is seeing this happen. And we're almost at the front door of the winery and I'm backing up from this guy. And then I see her and he said, Shanine. And I say her, her name loud. And the, the guy gets super spooked. And then he's like, Oh, Oh, Oh. And like runs back to his van. And I mean, it was, so creepy and so evident that he was trying to abduct me. And we run into the bar, immediately tell them to call the police. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if anything happened from it, but it was, it was just, I've never had something like that happen that it was so scary because I don't know if he had a chloroform in his other hand, who knows? But it was it was the second time after that that I remember just that voice being like, take your mace. That's wild. Um, you know, this happens. And, you know, I only ask for good information to come through. But if they have something that they need us to know, they're going to bring it through. You know, that saying, come hell or high water, they're going to bring it through, you know, no matter what. And it is that voice within us that we really have to dial into and listen to. My mom tells this story about being around college age and all of her girlfriends getting ready to go out downtown. And she's like, everything inside of me wanted to go downtown with them. But she said that inner voice was like, you cannot go tonight. So she actually went to her mom and she said, I don't know what to do. I really want to go. But yet, you know, I feel like I shouldn't. Like there's just something. Her mom said, listen to that voice. So she didn't go and she stayed home. And she said that she got a call the next day before cell phones that they had gotten into an elevator, the group of girls, and somebody on the elevator stabbed them. I don't know if they were robbing them. I don't really know what the rest of the story was, but they had very severe injuries that they had to work through. And wow. Yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know why, you know, they're able to come through at certain points and not others. I do think it has something to do with that, what we were talking about before with free will, that some things were in our life plans, some things were not. And that when somebody makes a decision of free will that wasn't supposed to impact us that way, they're screaming at us from the other side, you know, watch out. And it, it is a warning. Yeah. I mean, cause how would that guy would have, I mean, there's no way he would have known that I would have been walking down the street right. at that time because, you know, it was definitely like he just saw me and he saw me walking by myself and decided to try. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And it's not really to like live our lives in fear, right? Fear of something always happening. But it is just to say that the more and more that we understand our own vibration, the more and more that we understand and listen to that voice within us, because that is the byproduct of learning how to live in high vibration. It turns down the volume on the egoic mind so that you can really hear the intuition more, which is your soul's voice. So the more and more that we listen to that, they don't have to beat us over the head with 
something, you know, we can just hear it that one time and say, okay, I got the warning, you know, I'm going to look out for that or I'll be careful or I won't go or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, No, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, it's so wonderful to get to spend this time with you and meet you. Thank you for letting us share your story. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope it helps. And I mean, for me, it just made me realize that, I mean, like you said, their free will of taking the time to stop and help me, I mean, really makes them my guardian angels. And it's those choices that we make every day, you know, that you don't think about it, that you could impact someone's life so greatly, I think is what's so nice. Oh, I love that. Amanda, thank you for taking the time to be here. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Have a good one, Julie. You too. Bye. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you.
friends, next I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere, they're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them, welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, 
God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination your DNA strand. Now the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good, some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. 
For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort a response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter, and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day, surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.